I'm Jamie. And I'm Charlotte. And you're listening to With With Relish. Now recording. Um, bum, bum. It's kind of like elevator music. It is. Bum, it bum, is. Bum. Avon calling. Bum, bum, bum. Um, <laughs> How you doing? Uh, hey. <laughs> Sometimes I forget <laughs> that I've like pressed the recording button and then I just get into like a train of thought and then I'm like, oh, we should probably start this thing that we should be doing. This thing that we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, are you drinking any tea right now? I am. I am drinking, actually, in theme, wedding tea. Are you? Yeah. It's what? like a white tea with vanilla and citrus and stuff. It's Holy, cute. That sounds friggin' delish. Well, I'm drinking, because I wish that it was autumn or fall, pumpkin tea. Pumpkin spice? Pump you love a pumpkin. I fucking love pumps and this one it has sweet? got kind of. It's um it's got like pumpkin cinnamon and cloves in it. It's like a spicy, creamy kind of sort of like blend. Ooh. Um Yes, it's very, very good. Um guys, it's episode one, season five. What the hell? Five seasons. Started at the bottom. Now we're remotely recording while drinking Honey and Sons. I know. Um, this is crazy. Like I honestly was thinking about this before when I was putting the finishing touches on my episode. And I was like, how is it possible that we've done five seasons? I mean, I also think our seasons are kind of like what, like eight episodes each, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loves it. I was having a little moment thinking about all the things we've done so many things all the gag noises we've made all the dick jokes we've made yeah all the f-bombs we've dropped all the weird oh so many so much i know uh and on the topic of talking about some weird shit um i am bringing you today a whole bunch of extremely interesting uh, wedding cake based uh, facts because Jamie and I decided to do a episode on wedding foods in particular and so obviously we've both picked our you know things that we wanted to talk about and I chose cake of course I'm doing it I can love cake the season five is all about foods for different celebrations and occasions so it perfectly fits in with our theme so why not start off with wedding food right Right. Uh, Hit me with cake. So I fucking love cake. It's not news. Um, I'm always uh, not really. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> a fiend for wedding cakes, though. Like when I get invited to friends' special days, um, you know, I actually think like I think about the wedding cake a lot more than probably most people who go to weddings like I'm like getting my outfit ready and I'm thinking about what this cake's gonna look like and how much I'm gonna eat of it basically I'm that girl at the wedding buffet 
you, or, you know, if it's bought out to you, I'm the one sitting there being like, food, 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 food. Oh, yeah. You've actually had some of my wedding cake and we weren't even friends when I got married. You had it out of my really? freezer. I yeah. did. Oh, my God. I you did. did. That's so interesting. And I can't wait to talk to you about, like, your little tradition and obviously what you did. We'll do that last. Not because you need to go last but just because we'll quickly get through like the the little i'm taking you on a bit of a journey today Um, and basically i wanted to chat about wedding cake traditions around the world obviously there's heaps but i picked a few cool ones that i liked the sound of so to start pack your bags because we're going to bermuda bermuda darling is this where all the wedding cake gets lost? <laughs> no, but I love it. I literally just took a sip of tea at the wrong time and almost <laughs> choked. So, <laughs> Just gets abducted by a UFO. <laughs> I know. Sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Um, so Bermudes is a little island in the middle of fucking nowhere. Just by the way. So there's the Bermuda Triangle, which I think everyone knows about. But Bermuda mm-hmm. is a small island off the coast of the Carolinas. So, like, North Carolina, South Carolina, then, like, go to the ocean next to them and go way out into the middle of fucking nowhere. And that's where Bermuda is. It's very famous for, like, uh, the, um, it's pink sand beaches. It's got pink sand. Oh, lovely. Love I pink know. sand. I know. So, apparently couples in Bermuda get real serious when it comes to their wedding cake and that's because there's a his and a hers cake so we're talking cake times two here yes I'm so on board with this I know two cakes like is this heaven I I just don't even dreaming priorities (laughs) exactly so the groom gets a pound cake covered in gold leaf which signifies wealth and prosperity, while the bride gets a silver-coated, this bit made me laugh, honestly, a silver-coated three-tiered fruitcake doused in local rum to represent yeah. purity and growth. <laughs> and getting drunk! Honestly, I was doing my little bit of research on this, and I was like, the wife definitely gets the shittier end of the cake stick mm. here. To be honest, like... Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's got I, rum. If you doused the pound cake in rum, I'd be like 110% on the pound cake side. But I'm not a huge cake. fruit cake. I love a pound cake. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge fruit cake fan, but I do love anything soaked in rum. Yeah, you do. I do like a bit of like Christmassy cake, like, you know, like just that soaked older kind of like rich rum taste that it adds. It kind of adds like a caramel mm-hmm. flavor. Um, Like I made a steam pudding this week. It's got a lot of rum in it. Mm, yum. So just to finish off, both cakes are topped with cute little cedar saplings, which the couple later plants in their garden as a symbol of their growing love. How cute. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I have a question. Okay. So there's a there's a sapling, yes. Yeah, it's like a little Are the roots sapling. inside the cake? No, no, no. So it's like a little sapling that's got like a ribbon around it and then it's placed gently on top of the cake like it's laying down, like it's sleeping. Okay, on so the, the roots are on top of the cake because a sapling is a baby tree. It's got roots. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, these aren't dirty roots, though. They, they've done something. They've oh, they washed the them. There's not soil all over I hope the, I don't the... get too dehydrated. Yeah, I think it's probably a very last-minute Okay, cool. Mm. I just had um, this image in my mind of this little tree just, like, planted in the top of a cake. And I was like, but where <laughs> do the roots go? <laughs> just, like, making it Is it growing in cake? Does yeah, that work? What a dream. Um. So, I know, I thought that was kind of cool. I kind of loved that little touch of just, like, the idea of planting a little tree together. I thought that was quite sweet. It is very sweet. So, let's jump on a plane, and we're going to head over to Europe. Okay. If we don't get lost un- in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I was going to say, let's head over to Europe during these very unprecedented times, and Aww. land in Denmark. Okay? So we're in Dennis. The Danish. Oh, Dennis. The Danish unknown. Sounds like we're going to Denny's. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh, what is wrong with me? I literally can't stop laughing. Like there's something wrong. Can you imagine me. if Denny's made a wedding cake for everyone who's not from New Zealand? Denny's is like a twenty-four hour god awful restaurant where you mostly get overcooked steak and pancake stacks. I'm trying to think of the equivalent, like, in America. But then I was like, wait, isn't Denny's from America? Probably. I don't know. It kind of seems like... I only go there once every 10 years when it's 3 a.m. and I've had too much to drink and I want a pancake stack. Oh, my God. Yum. I love Denny's. Um, No, it's always disappointing. Sorry, continue. Really, continue with really your story. Is. No, that's fine. You digress. It's fine. Uh, so the Danish are known to feast upon a cornucopia cake. Do you know what a cornucopia <gasps> cake is? I know what a cornucopia is, and I'm imagining one made out of cake. Okay, so I was in tears laughing at photos of this horn-shaped cake. <laughs> it just <laughs> Of course you were. It just cracked me up beyond belief. Is it not beautiful? In my mind, I'm imagining this beautiful dough cornucopia with like marzipan fruit spilling out of it. Is that not what it is? Uh, I mean, kind of, but anyway. Okay, I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google. Yeah, do it, do it. So it's usually made of almond cake and marzipan. The ring-shaped bit is like decorated with pastillage which is sugar-based icing, which dries really hard. So it like kind of glues the whole damn thing together. And it's filled in the center with candy, almond cakes, fresh fruit, some sorbet is sometimes in there. There's fucking a lot going on. And it honestly just sounded okay, like... I can't imagine anything bad about this cake. Oh, 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 I just Googled it. Okay. Yeah. A well-done cornucopia cake is beautiful. A badly done cornucopia cake is... Uh suggestive yeah and so here's the thing sometimes marzipan portraits of the bride and groom are attached to the outside of the cake can you imagine so to avoid oh my god i just saw one that's like got gummy bears spilling out of it (laughs) some of them are so bad like they but some of them are stunning some of them look like pieces of artwork. So let's make a note. Yes. Like we need to put a cornucopia cake, a Danish oh, I will. up on the Instagram because what a dream. Um, 
And I was just going to quickly mention that to avoid bad luck, the newlyweds will cut the cake together and then all the guests must eat a slice. And I just like the mental image in my brain is wonderful. I'm just imagining just everyone eating a slice of this horn cake and just being super like hesitant. It's the tip. <laughs> just like not being sure if they want to like dive in or not. Oh, I'd be in there. No, no hesitation at all. I want either the tip or one of the big rings. Of course you would. Bloody hell, the tip. I mean, it would probably be quite, like, crisp. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, now we're going to Japan. Japan! Yes, so- I've always wanted to go to Japan. Same! I can't fucking wait until we can one day go. And this is going to crack you up. Like, if you could not love Japan anymore, many Japanese actually use an imposter cake at their wedding. So they use, yeah, I know. So they make they make a cake out of artificial rubber and this faux cake yes. is iced with wax. And then some of them Oh even my feature, god. Some of them even feature a little plastic slot for like the bride and the groom to insert a knife in together. Crazy, eh? When you said a plastic slot, I thought you were going to be like for people to put cash in, and I was imagining like a giant stripper heel cake. <laughs> you know where you put money in the platform? Yes! Oh my god, a cake that just like spews out dollar bills. That's just like ma- like playing some sort of music. I want an okay, LED just- stripper heel cake that spits <laughs> out money. <laughs> that just they put it up high and it makes it rain on people. How perfect would that be, though? Oh, my so, God. So, to, to follow on from that, believe it or not, but some <sighs> cakes have actually been known to produce puffs of steam. <laughs> what? On purpose? So, like, smoke machines and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I thought there was, like, something wrong with it, and if it got too hot, it, like, dispelled gas. No. So, like, they, like, make it so it's got, like, dry ice or, like, steam, like a steam machine or whatever. So they do that inside it. And there's, like, bits that the, you know, like, little tubes that it would come out of. It's decorative. You know that reel or, like, TikTok where it's like, am I the drama? I think I'm the drama. That cake is the drama. This cake is just, like, it is wild it is it's that cake's person. like look it, at me it, it, Smoke. it has absolutely the highest amount of confidence you could instill in one i sort of fake love cake. that that cake is an icon i know do they have um, a real cake that they eat or is it just like not nah, straight fake cake that's it well while the imposter cakes are just for show Sheet cakes are actually hiding out in the kitchen, and they're cut and served to guests after the imposter cake is taken out the back. So it kind of looks Love like it. you're getting the imposter cake, and the cake's, you know, real. Because the whole thing is that this the cake old switcheroo. Real. It's decorated to look real. No one knows that this thing is fake. It's supposed to look real. This is amazing. It's a cake right, switcheroo. Right? It's, it's like a, a Scooby Doo cake. Yeah. Do they use the cake then again at a different wedding? Do you, like, hire the cake? Maybe. Who knows? Like, it could just be, like, made Mm. as, like, a one-off, and maybe you keep your fake cake as, like, a memento of sorts. 
pop it in the cupboard for special occasions. Let the kids play with it when they want to. Yeah. Put huh. a little photo shoot every so often to like redo your I mean, bring it out now. at Halloween with the smoke coming out, Miss Havisham style. <laughs> Just what leave it dream. on your doorstep steaming away. <laughs> like a little doorstop. Yes. A little steamy doorstop. Uh, oh no, 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 no. You put oh essential oils in and use it as a room oh, diffuser. I was just going to say use it as a diffuser. <laughs> I love this so much. So good. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. Okay. I mean, do you need do you need a bit more to just enjoy this moment, or can I just move on to our last? (laughs) No, no. You you keep going. You keep going. I'll revisit it later. Okay. (laughs) So now we're back in Europe, and I'm really sorry. Like the jet lag is insane. Terrible. We're going to fucking Lithuania, people, okay? Boom. The wedding cake in Lithuania is actually a fucking cookie-like pastry shaped into a weird, scraggy kind of Christmas tree thing. I know what you're thinking. Anything Christmassy has to be cool, right? Wrong fucking wrong. Like, literally, this will scare the shit out of you because this cookie cake hybrid thing is baked to, like, this creamy, sunny, yellow color. And the pastry, called sarcotis, which sounds like fucking sarcophagus, to to be honest, displays fresh flowers and herbs coming out of the top of it. Like, it's some weird fucking, like... I just looked it up. It looks like a nuclear power plant. It looks like a spiky piece of bleached coral. Like, I would 110% eat that. But it looks like the towery bit of a nuclear power plant. It looks like a bleached tree that's like driftwood on a beach. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like one of those are... tunnel cakes. It's fucking scary looking. It's so spiky. I don't know whether I've got like a weird untapped phobia of like really spiny things. You know, like. I feel like um, you do because it doesn't bother me. I'm looking at one right now. It kind of reminds me of a big corn on the cob or something. But it's spiky looking. It looks like if you rolled that on your back, it would be like a Shakti man. <laughs> it actually does kind of look like a physio roller. But also, I'm imagining just pulling off all the little spiky cookie bits and eating them, like, nom nom nom, snack size. Like, you could use it at the gym to roll out your back knot. Like, I just find it freaking me out. I I just don't like it at all. It makes me feel deeply, deeply uncomfortable. And when Today I is it, the day that we learned Charlotte had a fear of many, many spiky things. You know what? While I was looking at it, I was like, do I have... It's like the opposite of that fear, that it's phobia. Like, um, was it Triscodecophobia? Yeah, of those, like, spongy holes, right? Of just holes in yeah. general and things. Um, it's like groups so maybe it's, of holes, specifically. Yes, yes, maybe this is it, but, like, the opposite. I don't know. I think, I think it must be, because it doesn't make me uncomfortable. I'm like, mmm, spiky cookie. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's okay. That's- you it's don't me. have to like it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to quickly change the subject because it's really just yuck, and I don't have nightmares. But I wanted to change the subject about what you did real quick um, before we have an ad break. And okay, what did you do? Because we do that cake? now. Yeah, we do. We um, do. My wedding cake. I got married very young. You did. Um, 
And so I did what people told me to do, which was have a fruitcake, even though I don't really like fruitcake at all. Um, and then people were like, you have to put the top tier aside for when you have kids. But oh, we're yeah. not having kids. So yeah. it just sat in the freezer for like 10 years. <laughs> and then one day we Ooh. took it out. My dad was like, this can't be in my freezer. You have to come and pick it up. And I was like, well, I'm not putting it in my fucking freezer. Uh, so I think we gave you a big chunk of it and you took it home. You did. You know what? I don't remember. Um, Does this make I you my child? I think so. I love that. I actually love like the ceremony around that. The fact that you were like, I'm never having fucking kids. So uh, it's What do I do with this cake that I don't really like? Me. Yeah. And then the fact that you gave some of it to me, I'm, I'm your offspring in a weird fucked up way. Yeah. You're now christened or whatever it is that you're meant to do with it. But it, it's nice because now I feel like you were kind of at my wedding, even though we weren't friends then. Yeah, it was so long ago, though. Um, but I, it was don't, like, I don't... Oh, I don't 12 years ago or something? 11 what years? Did you get married? 20, 20. So it was 11 years ago. 12 years in March. 22 Shit. will be 12. Oh yeah, God, that is- that's right. Okay. okay, right. That's a lot of math. Um, it is. I love it though. I love that you kept a whole fucking tear of it. I think that's really fun. Even if you did just feed me, who's your? Even if child. I just gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Here, eat the salt thing. Okay, I don't like food waste. <laughs> but you also like fruitcake, and I don't. So. <laughs> Especially with custard. It made sense. On that note, we're having an ad break. Bye. You know we drink a lot of tea, right? Uh, uh, it's us. Well, for the whole of season five, we'll be drinking Honey and Sons tea because we love them and they love us. Ooh, yum! Which tea is your favorite? Harris tea. It's fruity, vanillary black tea. Which is your favorite? Definitely gotta say Cinnamon Sunset. You know I love spice. If you love tea as much as Jamie and I do though, make sure you head over to honeyteas.co.nz if you're based in Aotearoa. Or they have a whole bunch of international sites too. Honey.com, honeyshop.eu, honeyteas.com.au. There's a whole heap and now I'm rambling. Just drink your tea. And we're back. And marriage is what brings us together today. And food, as always, it is what brings me anywhere. Um, and it occurred to me as I was researching my foods for today that although I'm married, and I used to work as a bridal consultant, my knowledge of nuptial foods is similar to my knowledge of algebra. Completely non-existent. (laughs) (laughs) But I found so many interesting wedding foods to talk about that it was really hard to narrow it down, but one included so much awesome symbolism that it appealed to my nerdy self. And I'm going to tell you today... About Chinese wedding banquet food. Ooh. 
Okay, I am so down. So traditional Chinese banquet food is a delicious mix of symbolic colors, symbolic ingredients, and wordplay to represent different aspects of the marriage. Now, some of these aspects come up a lot, so I'm going to walk you through a Chinese wedding banquet organized by theme. Are you ready? I'm super, super, super ready for this. I have no idea what you could possibly be talking about, so I'm ready. I don't think either of us have been to a Chinese wedding banquet, so this is really interesting. So, our first theme is two people forming a harmonious union. In Chinese mythology, the dragon and the phoenix represent the union of masculine and feminine, or yin and yang, energy. And in a wedding banquet, the powerful dragon is boiled down to a lobster. And that fiery phoenix, that's represented by a tasty chook. Now, (laughs) served together, this surf and turf dish symbolizes the couple coming together in blissful matrimony. And both the lobster and the chicken are served whole to represent the couple's happiness lasting for their whole lives. Weirdly so sweet, but also why did they use a lobster? That's an interesting like. I guess because from, like, let's make a Chinese dragon dragons are red and lobsters are mm. red. Oh yeah. True. Yeah, that makes Ooh. sense, I guess. And a lobster is kind of like strange and like otherworldly looking. Yeah. And then when <laughs> we hit the dessert course, you'll find sweet buns filled with lotus or sesame paste. The sweetness represents a sweet and joyful marriage, while the stickiness reflects the couple sticking together for the rest of their lives, which is pretty fucking cute. I think that's so cute! A sticky bun! I love the idea of being represented by two sticky buns stuck together. Like, that's just adorable and I love it. Same. Oh my god, and I want to eat sticky buns so badly. Sticky sesame buns. Mmm. Now, our second Chinese wedding banquet theme is abundance and prosperity for the couple's future. And this is where the word the wordplay really shines. So abalone and sea cucumber are popular dishes because they have favorable sounding names. Clearly not in English because abalone sounds like lonely, which is not great for a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, be lonely. Um, But the Mandarin word for abalone sounds like the word for abundance. And the the Cantonese word for sea cucumber sounds like the word for good heart. So served together, abalone and sea cucumber represent wishes for the newlyweds to enjoy abundant good feelings. Think of everything. Everything has meaning. And I didn't even yeah, try I to look. That. It's so I didn't even try to look up how to pronounce those words because the only thing that should be butchered in this episode is roast pork, not Cantonese and Mandarin languages. True. true. Um, I would not be. Um, yeah, I would fucking ruin it. It would yeah, be embarrassing. Exactly. And a little side note: if you're in Aotearoa, you'll know abalone as power. 
there are different species around the world, but they're all the same family. And I also learnt during my research that in Māori culture, pawa represents connectivity and harmony in relationships and brings good luck, prosperity and peace to the wearer. So clearly, marine snails with psychedelic shells are just full of good vibes. I'm so down. I love eating pawa. The, the times that I've had it, it's really yummy. It's just like I had a, it when I was like a, a kid. Yeah, it kind of is like a muscle meat. Like it's, it's not quite like creamy, weird, like gutsy, sort of like shellfishy. Can sometimes be a bit like full of like there's guts and stuff. Like I just, yeah. it's kind of more like it's more like a scallop. Like it's kind of a meaty. Yeah, um, you cut it up and cook it, and it kind of reminds me of like like chopped up mushrooms. Yeah, I remember having it in like power fritters when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah, it's yum. I love it. I haven't had it in ages. Though. No, me neither. Um. And another seafood wordplay comes in the form of fish. So the word for fish sounds like the word for plentiful. So like the lobster and chicken, fish is served whole at Chinese weddings to ensure the couple's marriage will remain whole and abundant. Very nice. Cute. Yeah. And our third theme is the patriarchy. Because it sneaks in fucking everywhere. Are you ready for yeah. this? Okay. So ready. Hit me. Rant ensues now. So, at a Chinese wedding banquet, the bride's virginity and purity is symbolized by roast pork. Ew. Oh. So much ew. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh my. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really hope that contemporary <laughs> weddings just serve this because roast pork is fucking delicious and not because a woman's level of sexual activity defines her worth. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I'm going to be pondering this for a while. Yeah. And also, why a pig? In the Chinese zodiac, mm -hmm. pigs symbolize wealth, luck, and prosperity, but I'm not sure where the virginity thing ties in with the pig. Mm -hmm. It just... I'm not sure about this one. Nah, neither, right? That's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one, but I do love roast pork. So kinda in, kinda out on that one. Uh and then we become Then we come to roast duck, which you might not think is patriarchal, but it is. Monogamous relationships are a result of the patriarchy became common a mere 8,000 years ago when fidelity was vital to ensure that the kids men were passing their land down to were actually theirs. Now, women don't have this issue since we're pretty sure that any kids we birth are ours and most women uh -huh. also weren't allowed to own land back then anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there is that. So, okay. rant about uh, monogamy and the patriarchy aside... Back to patriarchal ducks. In Chinese culture, ducks symbolize fidelity because many ducks mate for life. So roast duck or peking duck is served whole to represent peace, completeness, and fidelity within the marriage. Okay, gosh, there's so much more to this than I thought there was. So many layers. I love a bit of duck. Oh, me too. Um, layers. 
And the crispy red skin of the roast duck symbolizes happiness, which I have no feminist issue with. Totally on board with happiness. <laughs> um, yes, same. Wow. Yeah. Far out. It's so many layers. I know. Like, I'm kind of, like, bamboozled. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? I, I thought we were just eating some duck at your wedding. No, you're actually eating the embodiment of monogamous patriarchal relationships. Um, wow. But that's not even the worst Crap. thing. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Our fourth and final theme is fertility. Brown chicken, brown cow. And also, <laughs> ew, children. So, <laughs> the Mandarin word for scallop sounds like the word for raising children. So scallops are served at the wedding to wish the couple plenty of offspring to carry on the family name. Blech, blech, blech. Scallops it's gonna throw so up in my mouth. Good. I just find it's such an interesting, maybe we need to do like another episode on this, but just like discussing foods. You know how there's like aphrodisiacs? I'm yeah. talking like foods that are just not even aphrodisiacs, but are just like used in like sexual kind of like ritualistic types of ways. I feel like that's such an interesting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't know, like because they have an association with it. Yeah, and then they say that, like you know, food can be aphrodisiac, like or give you aphrodisiac qualities, or like make you like more sort of like feel like you're in the mood or whatever. Yeah, Sorry, I feel like I'm fucking digressing here. That's fine. But it's just, um, just such an odd topic. I don't know. To be honest, I can't say that I've ever eaten like dark chocolate or oysters, um, and felt more of an urge to, you know, peg someone. <laughs> I just <laughs> you went straight to pegging. You know what pegging is, right? Yes. But do you know what I mean? Like I don't I I've never eaten something like that. And just been like, oh, it's time. We all know I what Sean and Logan are doing at the moment. Um <laughs> Oh, God. I honestly, I mean, like, nothing puts me in the marriage consummating mood like a bivalve mollusk blessing me with children without asking me first. Yeah, I, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, one, of, one part of me is being like, let's talk more about this. And then the other part of me is like, do we need to start a sex positive, like, podcast? <laughs> a sex positive food cast? Yeah, just like some uh, weird fucked up blend of the two because it's awesome. Sugar is not sex weird. positive. It will give you a yeast infection. Yeah, don't put chocolate sauce in your fanny. Oh, no, don't put anything in there. Ugh. Oh, man. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. After the scallops have blessed you with many children, uh, we move on to the dessert course. With lotus seed and red bean soup. Lotus mm -hmm. have many, 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 many seeds, which represent, you guessed it, many, 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 many children. So the red bean soup represents wishes for a hundred years of. Um, 
Let me just start that sentence again. The red bean soup represents wishes for a hundred years of happiness, which once again, no issue with. But to be honest, no one I've met with many, many children seems that happy. They mostly seem tired and stressed. So this is a bit of an oxymoron. Uh, So that wraps up our highly symbolic and generally delicious sounding Chinese wedding banquet. But I have one more nuptial treat. I just cannot resist (laughs) telling you about. I was just going to say I'm really excited about the idea of maybe going to a Chinese wedding one day. I think that'd be really fun. Sorry, I didn't realize you had one more thing. Let's no, go. it's fine. We you, we can also talk about going to Chinese weddings. Um, this is this is yeah. this is a little after dinner mint, a wafer thin mint, oh. if you please, just a little wafer. Um, we love like minty stuff, though. Yes, yes, you'll know this if you watch <laughs> uh, suspicious or delicious series on Instagram. Uh, so we're gonna oh get on a plane. We're gonna fly to Indonesia, and we're gonna have. Crocodile bread. Ooh. Oh, yeah. My gosh, I was waiting to like hear the end of that. I thought you said crocodile breath. I thought that's where you oh, were going, and yes. I was like, okay, we really need to start this sexy podcast because <laughs> we are going somewhere. But that's okay. Crocodile, crocodile bread. bread or roti baya is a traditional wedding and celebration food served by the Batawi people of Indonesia. Probably said that wrong, but I tried. Uh, hey, you gave it a I go. gave it a good shot. Uh, so Yum, that sounds delicious. Yes, and it actually looks like a crocodile. Is it? Yes. So. Really? Yes. I'm going to Google it right now. What's it Google called it. again? Crocodile, crocodile bread. Okay. So two crocodile it shaped. It's cute, right? Odd, it's little nose. I'm dead. We're dead gonna put this on the Instagram, guys. Do not worry. Just, Just hit the Instagram. There will be a picture of crocodile bread. So these crocodile-shaped oh, oh loaves God. of sweet bread are prepared by the bride's family, or these days a bakery, and displayed during the wedding ceremony. Guests will scrutinize the crocodiles because how the bread looks is believed to reflect the groom's character as a husband. And I wonder... The way that they've, like, pierced the top of it with a knife pre-baking it, yeah. and, like, it's made its little scales. I'm so down to try this. Yes, and I wonder if, because it reflects the groom's character, if a salty mother-in-law ever made a really wonky crocodile on purpose to throw shade on the groom... Oh my god, like a mutant croc. Just like burnt the crocodile and was like, mm, clearly he's a bad guy. Oh, Don't say I didn't tell ya. <laughs> so, <laughs> the bread is crocodile shaped because the Batawi believe that crocodiles mate for life, making them a symbol of faithfulness. Now, unfortunately, this isn't true. Most crocodiles are polygynous, which means one male will mate with many females. Uh, like a lot of human men also. Although mm-hmm. short-term monogamy is sometimes observed. But the reptiles also I mean... represent patience because they patiently wait for prey, long-lasting life, and masculinity. 
I agree. I agree with all of those. Yeah. I think that crocodiles are fucking cool. They are. And bread crocodiles are so cute. I want one. I, I want to eat it. I can't even deal. I call it my boo. It's just adorable. Make me a crocodile bread. Make me a oh crocodile God, bread. I will try my best Please. once we're out of lockdown. Stop yelling at me. I'll make you <laughs> one. No, so I only yell until you make one. I don't know how to make bread. <laughs> I really, I really want to get a bicycle with a basket at the front and put a little crocodile bread in the front of it. Just like poking its head out. Yeah, and just like zoom along with my bell and my fresh flowers with my little crocodile snout peering out the top. That would be pretty cute. Crocodile bread. Um, that was fascinating. I fucking loved learning about that. And now I really want to go to Indonesia and find a crocodile bread. I also want to go to a restaurant that does Chinese wedding banquets and just order one for myself. Because all of the food sounds delicious. Actually, the way. Like, so yummy. Oh, man. I want to eat it all. Oh, I want barbecue pork and fried noodles. I can't wait to get out of lockdown so I can get takeout. (laughs) Yeah. You're out of lockdown already and I'm very jealous. I am, but I haven't been eating a lot of takeout because I feel like weird senses of guilt. That's okay. That's just me. (laughs) Good. You you can eat takeout when I can have takeout. (laughs) Yeah, I'll wait till Auckland's okay. (laughs) Thank you. Five weeks down. Who knows how many weeks to go. Hey, fingers crossed. Yes. So that was super, super interesting. Thank you for sharing all that goodness with me. You are um, welcome. Is there, any, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss before we finish off our first ep of the new season? Ah, oh, well, make sure you tune in next week when we're talking about funeral food. Mm-hmm. And Don't have no clue what I'm doing on that one, by the way. I'm torn. Oh, girl! So great thing. I've I've researched mine already because you know I love death funerals because I'm fucked up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. This is like, oh my god, so much darkness. I must know it all. I know. Um, he's a little bit weird, guys. Yeah, I'm a bit that. morbid. It's just how I am. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be exciting. We can't wait to tell you about some interesting funeral food traditions and rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I have nothing else to say. That's all I wanted to say. That's all I've got too. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. Have a great day, people. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. (laughs)